Hey everyone, welcome to the sixth episode of the Gold Miner Podcast. I'm your host, Luis Garcia, and I want to start off by saying I'm very sorry for this episode taking a while to come out. You know, I had it originally planned to come out Sunday and then Monday, but I didn't feel like it was ready. You know, like I'm, it's my fault for putting like such a high standard on a podcast that doesn't really matter in, in the grand scheme of things, you know. This isn't really a job, it's a hobby, you know? I have an actual job out of this, I have an actual life out of this, and I want to focus that more than this podcast. And obviously, you know, when I want to put out a podcast episode, I want to make sure it's good enough for people to say, this was a good episode. I'm going to go and share this to other people who may be interested in this podcast, which also might be like an unrealistic thing if I'm being honest, but... That's beside the point. The thing is, is that, you know, I have a job and it's not the hardest job in the world. It really isn't. It's such an easy job, but it's so stupidly boring. It's such a boring job that when I come home, I want some excitement. And I find that in like, you know, doing playing video games or uh, just talking with uh, Caitlin or something, you know. Instead of just making a podcast episode, you know, I'm not going through my job thinking, huh, what am I going to say in the podcast or whatever? Like, no, that's that's not something I do. It's usually when I come home, I'm going to cook something for me and Caitlin. I'm going to relax, play some Apex Legends, play some Call of Duty, and then look over, you know, some NFL stuff, obviously. I mean, throughout the day, I'm seeing like stuff from ESPN and whatnot about every single NFL team and obviously I am thinking about that stuff sometimes I'm able to like listen to other people's podcasts about stuff that the 49ers have done you know and because of that you know I'm able to sit there and think more clearly about stuff you know that's all that's kind of also why I didn't put out an episode Friday when that big news came out about the 49ers and the Dolphins when that came out, I didn't want to make an episode on that day like a bunch of the podcasts that I listened to because it was just an immediate reaction. I don't like that. I like to take my time and just formulate, is that a word? Formulate my thoughts into something that will make sense instead of just me thinking immediately, oh my God, Jimmy Garoppolo's gone, yada, 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 and all that. No, 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 no. I want to take my time and I want to make sure that this is all good. You know, not everything's going to be perfect. I understand that. But I want it to reach a level to where I'm sitting there like, yeah, I would listen to this. And I'm sure my friends would too. And they would share with other people and grow this podcast, you know. But obviously, I that's been stuck in my head. And I'm trying to get out of that, you know. Even Caitlin's been helping me, you know, constantly asking me, when's the podcast episode coming out? She doesn't listen to it, but she still wants to hold me accountable for put, for saying I'm going to put out an episode and whatnot, which I love her for that. Shout out to you, babe. I love you. <laughs> so fucking dumb. I'm so dumb. I'm sorry, guys. But yeah, that's that's basically how where this podcast is. I'm not, um, I will do my best to be putting these weekly because a lot of stuff can happen weekly. A lot of 49ers stuff can happen weekly, obviously. And I'm not going to go over through everything 
obviously, you know, I'm going to focus mostly on 49ers stuff. And if something big happens outside the 49ers, you know, something happens with another team, you know, like the Saints, like just randomly get rid of Michael Thomas, then I'm going to talk about that. If the Falcons just up and get rid of Julio and Matt Ryan, I'm going to talk about it. But if if it's something as minuscule as the Falcons have re restructured the contract of Julio Jones to clear up cap space for the 2021 season, like, it, what am I going to get out of that? Like, eight minutes? There's no point to it. So, I, I hope y'all understand that I'm waiting for, like, big stories to cover, and I'm going to take my time trying to rationally think what this could mean for this team or for the Niners and all that. So, don't expect these to come out every week. I mean, something big happens every week, but I'm going to mostly focus on 49er stuff. Okay? So, again, I'm sorry for taking long with the episodes. I hope y'all can forgive me if y'all even cared about it or whatever. And if y'all didn't, great. There's no point to this at all. To these 5 minutes and 14 seconds of me just rambling on. Let's get on with the story. And I want to start off, I'm only going to talk about one thing, I might want to add. I'm only going to talk about one thing, I'm not going to talk about anything else that's happened, you know, the Trent Williams signing, I'm not going to talk about us getting Jaquaski Tart, I'm not going to talk about Killer Wispoon, Sentiment Bookum, yada yada yada. I'm not going to talk about any of that, I want to talk about one thing and one thing only. What happened Friday? And what happened Friday was the Dolphins gave us the third overall pick, and in return, we gave them the number 12 overall pick, a third round pick this year, and two future first round picks in 2022 and 2023. And obviously, the first reaction by a lot of people was like, yo, that's a lot. That's a lot for just one draft pick. Like, why don't you get rid of Jimmy if you're going for the number three overall pick? You're obviously going for a quarterback. And yeah, that was my first reaction. Uh, honestly, like at work, I just saw that and I was like, what the fuck? But obviously, you know, over time thinking about it, I'm like, hmm. So there's a reason to this. And obviously, even the even on Monday, it did help having a press comp. Uh, sorry, the Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch had a press conference for the 49ers and the media on Monday. And they gave out, like, clear-cut answers as to why they did all this and whatnot. And it did help me, you know, formulate what I want to say and whatnot. And it's what I'm what I'm probably going to say in this recording. Hopefully this will be the last recording I make for this episode. Will be, you know, clear and cut what I'm going to say is Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be our quarterback, our starting quarterback this year. And that's it. He's not going to be here for 2022. He's not going to be here for 2023. After this year, he's gone. And whoever we draft at number three, crossing my fingers, it's Justin Fields. Or Zach Wilson, not Mac Jones. If it's Mac Jones, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) Anyway, Chandler, shout out to you. I hate you for putting that into my head. But honestly, you're not the only person. I have a couple other people who have been saying that too. Especially sports personalities. But that's besides the point. Obviously, people are thinking, you know, 
oh, this is proof. Jimmy Garoppolo's trash and whatnot. He's not trash. Jimmy Garoppolo is not fucking trash. Is he a great quarterback? No. Is he a quarterback that can, you know, consistently not bring the team down? Yes and no. And what I mean by that is in 2017, the Niners were basically almost at their worst. Like, if we're being honest, at their worst. We were 1-10. and 10. And Jimmy Garoppolo comes in the final five games of that season, and we go undefeated. We beat Jacksonville. We beat Jacksonville in 2017. And if you don't realize how big that is, you have to go back and go look at how good the Jaguars were in 2017. I know, it sounds weird to say Jaguars good in 2017. How the mighty have fallen, honestly. But basically... Jimmy Garoppolo brought this franchise back to life. In 2018, he uh, tore his ACL during the Chiefs game in week three. And so obviously we missed him that year too. 2019, he comes back. We go to the Super Bowl. Is he the only reason for going to the Super Bowl? No. We had the best defense in the league that year. We had amazing players in Debo, Emmanuel Sanders, Kendrick Bourne. Amazing running game with uh, Raheem at Brita. And then also, you know, George Kittle. Like, he's balling out that year and shit. And, again, our defense. <sighs> amazing, amazing. Like, I can't believe we were that good. And we still didn't win the Super Bowl. Did he cost us the Super Bowl? Yes and no. If I'm being honest, it's a yes and no thing. We couldn't... On defense, we couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter. That's on the defense's fault. But it's also Jimmy's fault for you know, missing certain plays uh, and also overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl as well. That could have changed everything if we're being honest here. It wasn't just Jimmy's fault. In that year, he was average, maybe above average at best, but he was a he was a quarterback that could keep the team afloat. You know, he wasn't the reason why we lost. He was never the reason why we lost. And you could see that evident this year. You know, he goes down week three, and who do we have in quarterbacks? We have Nick Mullins, and then we have C.J. Beathard. And we're going to talk about Nick Mullins right now. That dude costed us so many fucking games, it pisses me off. The amount of games that we could have won, especially against Washington, the only reason we lost those games is because of him. He kept throwing these boneheaded interceptions and if you don't believe me go look at the Washington game go look at the Philadelphia game and you'll see what I'm talking about that dude costed us so many games we could have probably made the playoffs if I'm being honest at 8 and 8 or 9 and 7 you know we could have taken the 7th seed for all I know but he costed us all that CJ he wasn't really that much better but he, but, you know, CJ is a locker room guy. He's a tough guy. He can take a hit and get back up. He's like, come at me again, you know? That's what CJ was. And might I also add, I hope he has a good career with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I hope he does great there. I hope he gives Trevor Lawrence a run for his money. Obviously not. You know, Trevor is probably better than CJ, but that's besides the point. Nick Mullins costed us a bunch of games, and it was pretty evident to see, like, holy shit, I miss Jimmy. 
because Jimmy would still throw the interceptions, but and he would still miss some certain cues and whatnot, but you'd still see the difference between Nick Mullins and Jimmy, and that difference is literally what got us to the Super Bowl. You know? Like I said again, Jimmy was not the reason we made the Super Bowl. He wasn't the only reason we made the Super Bowl, but he was a big reason. And the franchise owes Jimmy so much. You know, there's so much Jimmy uh, slander from the 49ers community that I absolutely hate seeing. It pisses me off to the core because this dude is the reason why I had faith in the 49ers even going 8-8 eight and eight in 2018. Like, come on, dude. You, if any 49ers are listening, any 49er fans are listening to this, whatever, you can't sit there and tell me that Jimmy G did not do anything for this franchise. Because yes, he did. We haven't had a good quarterback since Colin Kaepernick before 2015. No, 2016. Well, no, because 2016 and 2015, he wasn't all that good. The last time we had a good quarterback was 2014 Colin Kaepernick. And that's... Everybody knows what the fuck happened that year. But, you know, there's there's only so many good quarterbacks in the 49ers history. Joe Montana, Steve Young, I mean, I guess Jeff Garcia, uh, Alex Smith. You know, at first he wasn't all that good, but then his last few years he balled the fuck out with Jim Harbaugh. And then also, obviously, you know, Colin Kaepernick. And then after Colin Kaepernick, who the hell did we have? Blaine Gabbert? Brian Hoyer? CJ Beathard? Like, what the hell? And then Jimmy comes in, and he basically gives life to the franchise. It doesn't make any sense to me that certain 49er fans, I'm not going to name who, because I know some of you personally, and y'all just talk the most amount of shit that I just don't understand. I understand if it's other fans. You know, like, some of my best friends, you know, they're fans of other teams, and they talk bad about Jimmy. And I understand they're going to talk bad about him, but I'm going to defend Jimmy. Jimmy is not a great quarterback. Nobody's saying that. But Jimmy's an average quarterback, and in terms of that, for what he was to the 49ers in 2017 through 2020, he meant a lot to the 49ers. And he did a lot for the 49ers, and... I never tolerate Jimmy G slander. I I don't like it when people say he's a trash quarterback. He's not, but he's not a great quarterback either. You know, people are always criticizing me like, you always say Jimmy G is a great quarterback. You have his jersey and whatnot. First off, I have his fucking jersey because my family gave it to me. You know, you want to know the other only 49 jersey I have? Michael Crabtree. That dude's long gone. If I and the re, even if Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be on the team, I'm still going to keep this jersey. I'm going to keep it as a as I don't know, family heirloom or something shit like that. I'm just going to keep it with me because I'm going to support him till the day I die. Jimmy Garoppolo did so much for this franchise and for people to just come out of nowhere and just say that he's a horrible quarterback and whatnot is just preposterous to me. Now, obviously, he's not the quarterback of the future. Like, I'm sorry, but he's not the quarterback of the future. This dude's constantly getting injured. I understand that. And it's not something that he can control. None of these injuries are his fault. You know, that's one thing I hate from some fans is that when a player gets injured, they blame the player. 
Like, what the hell do you want them to do? That makes absolutely no sense. Why would you blame a player who sometimes these injuries can deter their career for the worst? Like, it, it makes absolutely no sense. I saw some people getting mad at Dak Prescott for breaking his fucking leg. Are you kidding me? You know, obviously, I, it was there was only a certain few that said shit like that. And obviously, you know, it wasn't people that I knew personally. Because if it was, then I would just want to tell them to fuck off. Because you don't wish that upon someone. These players are people too. And uh, that's a whole other topic of discussion. Anyway, you know, people are always blaming Jimmy for, like, his own injuries. They're not his fault. Okay? They're not his fault. But it's a sad situation for it to come like that. He's injury prone. The one season he's fully healthy, we make it to the Super Bowl. But it's such a gamble to rely on him now. We have this team that can make it uh, all the way, you know, win the Super Bowl. But Jimmy is honestly holding us back because of him being injured. And I hate saying that. I hate saying Jimmy is holding us back from winning a Super Bowl, from being great, from being consistently great. Because it's true. I love Jimmy, but he's holding us back. And obviously in this draft with the number three overall pick, whoever we pick is going to lead us, hopefully, for the next 10 years. You know? Obviously, Jimmy's going to be our starting quarterback this year. And if he, you know, there were reports saying that he was upset because Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch both talked to Jimmy right before the trade saying, hey, we're going to make this trade. And obviously Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are praised all over the league by how honest they are to their players. And everybody loves them for that. And I love them for that because who wouldn't want that from their coach or their general manager? Like even in high school, you'd want your coach to be honest with you rather than keeping stuff from you you know you want honesty over mystery i don't know i don't know how to word that correctly or anything but kyle ugh, i sound like fucking cartman <laughs> kyle and john both talked to jimmy and jimmy said i'm a little bit disappointed about it which is understandable i mean how would you feel if your job is being taken by a rookie and they're trying to look for to replace you i would be pissed off too and you know kyle said it best himself you know when jimmy is upset he plays at his best so hopefully this will be a good problem for the 49ers and if jimmy balls out this year that's great that's gonna help us out a lot but if he doesn't then obviously we have the backup here but if he does ball out like if we look back to when the Chiefs drafted Patrick Mahomes Alex Smith you know the the Chiefs are a good team year after year making the playoffs but they can't get over the hump Alex Smith wasn't delivering the ball to its fullest potential he wasn't he wasn't he was holding back the team and he really was Alex Smith is a great player but he was also holding back the team you know he, he he's constantly throwing check downs to tight ends like this the short routes with uh, receivers and whatnot it's holding back the team and then the Chiefs trade up to get Mahomes I believe what it was 10th overall I'm not sure I have to look on that or whatever but 
obviously Alex Smith is pissed off about it and he's like all right you know the, the Chiefs are gonna get rid of me no matter what I do but I'm still gonna ball the fuck out while teaching the rookie like hey so in college you know everything's like in your own rhythm and whatnot but in in the NFL you know everything's a bit faster and a, and you have to do things out of your comfort zone in the NFL and it helped Mahomes a lot obviously it helped Mahomes the year after Alex Smith left Mahomes his first year starting a full year in 2018 he went off you know he threw the 50 plus touchdowns he broke records and he almost made it to the Super Bowl like he he's still a phenomenal player you know year after year he's still making plays that are just astounding and it was all it it was all because of Alex Smith you know, taking time while not only just uh, being a leader of the team and being able to, you know, ball out while also telling the rookie, hey, listen, I'm going to help you out with some stuff and whatnot. You know, that's what it seems that the 49ers are going with Jimmy right here. And that's perfect. You know, like it's going to it's going to hurt my heart when Jimmy leaves and when he leaves, I I will make a video where it's nothing but Jimmy G praise and all the great things he's done for us. But it, it's time to move on and we're looking to the future and you know, with people have been saying, you're giving up two first round picks in the next two years. That's too much, dude. Obviously, if this works out for us, those first round picks are gonna be like later on. Like, what if we make the playoffs? They're going to be in the 20s. What the hell are the Dolphins going to do with that? You know? If we do suck, then the Dolphins are going to be like, haha, we got to steal and whatnot. If we suck for the next two years and just constantly be in top 10, then the Dolphins are obviously getting a bargain. But with this quarterback, and, you know, if hopefully Jimmy can stay healthy this year and whatnot, those picks are going to mean nothing, essentially. You know, we shouldn't be holding these for these draft picks to such a high standard. Are they helpful? Yes, but we it doesn't make sense to be holding them in such high standards, okay? I mean, obviously you don't want to you don't want to like dra uh trade away all your draft picks and whatnot. Obviously, don't be stupid like the Herschel Walker trade. If you don't know that, Google that. It's it's uh it's it's a crazy story. But Obviously, if the 49ers hit this right, you know, they're giving up they're giving up so much away in future draft picks and whatnot. This potential quarter uh quarterback of the future, this potential franchise star player, if Kyle and John don't hit it right, their jobs are gone. Like this is something that can change that can make or break the 49ers. If we get someone good that will be consistently with us and balling the fuck out for years to come, like Aaron Rodgers or some shit, then this pick was worth it. And I thank Jimmy with everything that he has done for the 49ers. And if we don't succeed with this draft pick, we picked the wrong guy, then... Fuck, <laughs> we're back to being the worst, one of the worst teams in the NFL. And it's a scary thought to think, you know, sorry about that. I 
this door right here. I'm one of the fucking... I don't know what the English word of this shit is. Uh, in Spanish, we call it a mueble. But, um... Obviously, if we do hit it right, you know, I want Justin Fields. But what if Justin Fields isn't good? What if it turns out he's not good? And he just... He's, he's not good enough to be in the NFL. Then it was a bust. And it's going to kill us. But if we do get Justin Fields, Zach Wilson... You know, what if Mac Jones turns out to be good? Who the hell knows? What if we get Trey Lance? Who knows what the hell we're going to get? And he balls out. Then this is the smartest move in 49ers history. Like, this is this is something that was, that is going to put Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch in the 49er Hall of Fame and whatnot. I don't know if that's a real thing. Don't quote me on that. But that's the importance of this pick. Either Kyle... Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are going to be seen as the greatest masterminds of 49ers history or they're going to be seen as holy shit what the fuck were they thinking and just there's nothing more I can say about the whole Jimmy G thing I'm going to summarize it as this Jimmy's not going to be the future quarterback but he is going to be for this year and we're going to get a new quarterback Jimmy is going to teach this new quarterback while also hopefully balling out and staying healthy. If he doesn't stay healthy, then we got to go with the rookie. And, you know, there, there's some things that can be good or bad with that. You know, he can either be a good rookie quarterback like how Justin Herbert did this year or Joe Burrow, or he can be a bad rookie quarterback and it could damage his long-term effectiveness. But that's pretty much what the whole Jimmy Garoppolo uh, problem is. Now, we're going to talk... I know I said I was going to talk about one thing. We're going to talk about who the hell are the 49ers going to draft. And by the way, Chandler, go fuck yourself. It's not going to be Mac Jones. Why the hell would the 49ers trade away so much? Go to number three for Mac Jones. Is Mac Jones going to be a good NFL quarterback? Yes. I do believe he will be a good quarterback. But why number three? It's pretty obvious that the Jaguars are going to get Trevor Lawrence. The Jets, you know, it's kind of obvious, but not, you know, you you don't know that they're going to get Zach Wilson. So at number three, you're sitting there with three options. It could be Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones, or it can be Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones. Now, obviously, Justin Fields and Zach Wilson are miles better than uh, Mac Jones. Trey Lance, he's more athletically gifted than Mac Jones, obviously. But, you know, the thing, the reason I love Justin Fields more than these guys is that these guys are just one-year players. They play for one year, and they ball the hell out. You know, Zach Wilson plays one year this past year. And he's doing amazing things and whatnot, you know? Uh, Mac Jones plays one year in Alabama. You know, the one year he fully plays a full season with... Might I also add, you know, there's, there's also the thing about Alabama has... A, the They have this great O-line. They have these great receivers that are helping out Mac Jones. And yeah, I do kind of believe that. But, you know, it. Uh, Mac Jones also can do some things that... Some that, uh, you know, Trey Lance can't do or even Zach Wilson can't do. But 
Mac Jones just isn't right to be number three. If anything, he's going to go to, I don't know, if Atlanta goes to quarterback, he's going to go to Atlanta. Or he might go to Carolina. Who knows? But obviously, you know, Justin Fields is a guy who I'm, I'm, you guys just have to watch the tape for what I'm talking about. Like, this guy is just way better. He's played for, what, like three years? Three, two years? Balling out? And it, it just doesn't make sense to me that the 49ers would trade away and go get Mac Jones. Mac Jones is kind of just like Jimmy Garoppolo, for being honest. Mac Jones is like Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo combined. And those are two average quarterbacks. And <laughs> why the hell would the 49ers go away from Jimmy Garoppolo and be like, Mac Jones, you're the future. You're just like Jimmy and Kirk, but hey, <laughs> you're, you're going to be the future quarterback. That doesn't make any sense to me at all to do that. Like, why the hell would the 49ers do that? Is Mac Jones, like like I said, Mac Jones, I believe he will be a good quarterback, but not, he, he, he doesn't deserve the number three spot, if I'm being honest. It goes to Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. Okay, so Mac Jones is already out of the picture. Let's talk about Trey Lance. Trey Lance is an amazing guy. Like, he's, he's an athletic freak. He didn't throw a single interception in 2019 at North Dakota State University. But obviously, if you go look at the film, he, he's having games where he's only throwing like 14 passes and whatnot. Uh, you know, the reason he didn't throw any interceptions is because there were some really easy throws behind the line of scrimmage and whatnot, which, you know, can fit the 49ers scheme. I mean, just look at what the 49ers have been able to do behind the line of scrimmage with Debo and whatnot, you know, but... The thing with Trey Lance is that I feel like he's not really ready yet to be uh, learning from Kyle Shanahan. Can can he be great? Uh, this is pretty kind of honestly a pretty bad take and whatnot. I see him as being the next, you know, another Lamar Jackson type of guy. But the only difference is that he's going to get a lot more help in his wide receivers rather than Lamar Jackson. You know, if the 49ers do draft Trey Lance, I won't be happy about it i'll be more worried than mad or happy about it i'll be worried because i'm like this dude sat out the 2020 season so i'm uh, uh we don't really know what he's gonna be like okay that's basically what i'm saying he can fit the 49er scheme you know read option you have amazing running backs with again raheem mostert jeff wilson jr and a mobile quarterback as trey lance it's going to help a lot, but, you know, it's gonna, I feel like it's going to take a lot to work out the kinks in him being able to throw it deep. And that's something that the 49ers need to work on. That's something that both Zach Wilson and Justin Fields can do. They can throw it deep. The problem with Jimmy was that he would throw it just a tad bit late because he didn't trust whatever the fuck uh, Kyle would tell him. The thing with Kyle Shanahan is that when he he does his best to make it simple for his quarterbacks you know he's always telling them like okay so here's what's gonna happen essentially it's going to happen this way this play will work out this way and if you look at like some certain stuff like you know when kyle is mic'd up he's always right you know there's this one in uh against the packers i'm not sure if it was in the regular season or in the championship game 
uh, where he told the ref, watch this, Kittle's going to do this, and the linebacker's going to hold him because of it. And then it happens. And it's not just that one time. It constantly happens. Kyle's always constantly doing this. And the thing with Jimmy was that he would listen to what Kyle said, but then, you know, he doesn't trust what's going on. Basically, what happened, like, let's say this. Brandon Ayoka is going on uh, a cross route. Let's say he's going on a cross route. You know, it's deep, it's, it's going to be a deep ball and whatnot. And obviously, Kyle's saying, okay, when the defensive back or whatever is on Ayuk like this, throw it. Because Ayuk is going to be uh, able to separate from him and catch the ball. And obviously, that would happen. But what Jimmy would do was wait just a tiny bit longer. Just because there was this nagging feeling in him saying, Okay, um, I don't trust it. And he'd throw it and it's an interception. Or he wouldn't trust it and read something else. And he would hold on to the ball way too long and all that stuff. So obviously, you know, that's that's going to be something that Trey Lance is going to have to work on. And it's, it's something that's going to be frustrating to watch. You know, I don't want to see... It's great to have a scrambling type quarterback, but I wouldn't want... I wouldn't want that over uh, improvising quarterback. Like, if I had to pick between Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson, I'm going to pick Russell Wilson, if I'm being honest. Because... Russell Wilson constantly opens the playbook. He's constantly extending plays because he's not always thinking run first. He's thinking pass first. And if the pass isn't working, then he runs around the pocket evading defenders in order to open up plays and make his receivers get wide open. He throw the ball and boom, touchdown or whatever. Lamar, it's always run first. I don't want that, which is why I'm I wouldn't be happy, but I wouldn't be mad about Trey Lance being number three overall. I think it's still a bit too high, but that's my personal opinion. Now, if I had to pick between Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, I'm picking Justin Fields. And this is why. Again, Zach Wilson plays one phenomenal year this past year. And while obviously at BYU, the competition wasn't really all that good, if I'm being honest. I'm not, I'm, I don't delve that much into college football, you know, because I always find it confusing. I hate NCAA, like, fuck the NCAA, if I'm being honest. But, what, whatever, whenever I look at Zach Wilson, or Zach, yeah, Zach, <laughs> I can't fucking talk. Zach Wilson film, I'm sitting there like, okay, so he's doing some good things, but, you know, Justin Fields does other things that are, better you know Zach Wilson would do the thing that Kyle wants you know he's throwing the ball before the receiver is open but he know he trusts his receivers to be open by the time the ball gets to him and uh, it would make some incredible plays obviously you know Zach Wilson was a beast last year I'm not taking that away from him but the thing is it in terms of what um Justin Fields can do in extending the play. Zach Wilson can't beat Justin Fields in that. Zach Wilson can extend the play, but he's not. I don't. I feel like he's not as athletic as Justin Fields. If I'm being honest, they're both amazing quarterbacks. They're both amazing quarterbacks, but Justin Fields has done it longer, and he's a tougher player. 
and I feel like I feel like Justin Fields can succeed in a in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Like that's that's just the reason why I feel that the 49ers should draft Justin Fields. And in the case that you know the Jets say, "Ah, we don't want Zach Wilson. We're going to take Justin Fields." Then that's understandable too. I mean, Zach Wilson, I'm pretty sure he's still also going to be good. But I'm 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 just a little bit iffy, but I'm sure he's still going to be good with us. Like those are the two quarterbacks that I would love to have. The others? No. Kellen Mond, get him out of here. Trey Lance, I'm iffy, but no. Mac Jones, get the flying fuck out of here with that. That is just preposterous to me to even do that. At Mac Jones' pro day yesterday, dude overthrew two times. Kyle and John were there. Bill Belichick were there. And they were just like not happy with the fact that he that Mac Jones did that. At the same time, you know, Justin Fields was having his pro day. And Kyle and John weren't there, but uh, Adam Peters was there, you know? And obviously, you know, people were like making memes like, oh shit, Kyle, Kyle <laughs> was pissed off. He was thinking and said, I can't believe I really went to Alabama's pro day for this and missed out on Justin Fields. Obviously, you know, Justin Fields is going to have another chance to show himself off to uh, Kyle and John in person, which may help us in getting him. But the 49ers did not stay the entire time for Mac Jones's whole thing, his whole pro day performance. Like that's saying something. That's after those two overthrows, they were like, "No, no, we're sorry, but no." I mean, the camera after the first overthrow, the camera panned to Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels look uh, talking to each other, and Belichick was just shaking his head. Like, does that mean nothing or something? Like, come on. Obviously, Kyle is not going to want Mac Jones after this. Again, I hope Mac Jones has a great NFL career, but it he's not going to the 49ers. That's fine. Justin Fields, I hope we draft him. <laughs> I hope we draft him. If not, then I'm fine with Zach Wilson. But, you know, like, you never know. It, it, it There's this whole thing with the NFL draft is that, you know, a bunch of experts are saying things, a bunch of fans are saying things, but you never know how it's going to turn out, especially at quarterback. I mean, like, how many times have, like, a bunch of first-round quarterbacks not succeeded? And most of the time, it's always quarterbacks in later rounds that do succeed in the long run. Like, obviously, there's some first-round quarterbacks right now that are balling out, there's Deshaun Watson, there's Patrick Mahomes, there's Josh Allen, there's Baker Mayfield. But then there's some who aren't doing so good. There's Sam Donald, there's Josh Rosen. Historically, there's Ryan Leaf. Historically, there's uh Jum oh, what the fuck was his name? He got drafted by the Raiders. He was a quarterback for LSU. I forgot his name. I'd have to look him up later. But anyway, you never know what you're going to get out of these quarterbacks in the NFL draft. You know, experts are always, like, saying things about certain quarterbacks that this is the one that's NFL ready. They said that about Sam Darnold, and look how he's doing. Like, come on. Josh Allen didn't have a good three years. First, th first, no, first two years at Buffalo. But this past year, he had an MVP caliber season. Patrick Mahomes, coming off of a Cliff Kingsbury offense... 
kind of made him look like a really bad quarterback. But obviously, you know, that's not what happened. It turns out, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury is a fucking bum. <laughs> He's a fucking bum. He's a horrible coach. He held Patrick Mahomes back at Texas Tech. And I, some of you Tech fans are going to get mad at me. But, dude, like, Cliff Kingsbury is the worst. He couldn't get over a five a .500 record. Like, come on, dude. You're basically the Jason Garrett of the of the college football scene. Like, come on, dude. And, you know, there's also, you know, Deshaun Watson. Some people saw him that he was going to be a good quarterback. And he was. He's a great quarterback. You know, people saw that Baker Mayfield wasn't going to do good in the NFL. He did amazing his first year. Then he did kind really bad his second year. But then, you know, this past year, he did amazing. He, he did amazing, if we're being honest. Josh Rosen... Horrible, horrible year with the Cardinals, his rookie year. It wasn't all his fault, but obviously there's some things that you see where you're just like, wow, this dude isn't really that good. So obviously, you know, there, there are certain things that go into like predicting if a quarterback will do good or not. You know, sometimes they just get drafted by a bad team. Sometimes they just get drafted by good teams. Or sometimes they just get drafted by the right system. If the 49ers don't uh, get the quarterback, you know, if the 49ers don't get either Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, you know, there could be the chance that Justin Fields or Zach Wilson don't do good. And then there's going to be the chance that, you know, maybe Mac Jones and Trey Lance do good, you know? You never know what you're going to get out of anybody in the draft. You know, obviously, it's it's certain that some of these players are going to be great. But sometimes it's, you're just thinking, oh shoot, like that's kind of an overstatement or I don't know about that. Or, you know, like look at Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. Dude got drafted pick 199 and look at him now. People didn't think he was going to last even two years in the league and he's lasted ever. (laughs) Dude's fucking 40 plus years old and he's still... (laughs) beating people's asses left and right dude like come on all you can do right now is speculate and obviously I speculate personally that Justin Fields is going to be the 49ers franchise quarterback for the next 10 plus years and because of Justin Fields we're going to be consistently good for the next 10 plus years are we going to have some bad years yes Look at look at the look at the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, probably the second best quarterback of all time. You know, he had some rough years with the Packers where they couldn't do anything. And he, I mean, right now he's doing amazing. He won a one Super Bowl, yeah, but he he also broke records and whatnot, but he was still consistently good. He was still consistently the franchise quarterback. He was still consistently the face of the franchise. And that's something that the 49ers are going to want out of whoever pick number three is going to be. And that's pretty much all I have to say today. There's a lot of stuff I could cover. You know, I could... No, I'm not going to cover the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Uh, I could have talked about some other key things that the 49ers did. But I just wanted to put this video out already. Video? I just wanted to put this uh, episode out already 
for all of y'all because I'm getting a lot of questions and I feel bad for not putting out an episode. So hopefully y'all can listen to what I had to say about this. And <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Again, thank you to anyone who is listening to the podcast still. You guys are amazing. And I hope you all have a good night. Or if you're listening to this in the morning, you have a good day. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you all next time.